You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol, for that very fine introduction. And hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today for episode 164, Little Things That Matter in Relationships. If you're new to the podcast and like what you hear, I encourage you to follow the show by going to my website, johnsertalic.com, and then click on the follow or subscribe button. You know, one thing that deepens relationships is doing the little things that matter. You see it in people who observe, reflect, and then act. Listen into today's show for an example of this. Psychologist John Gottman writes in his book, The Relationship Cure, that based on his research, successful marriages are characterized by a series of little positive interchanges over a long period of time. In a nutshell, It's the little things that matter most in a marriage. The same can be said of interpersonal relationships between friends and acquaintances. I saw this played out recently in an interaction between my wife Janet and one of her friends. Well, here's the story. Janet had knee replacement surgery, and we talked about the details of the operation as we knew about them then, with one of our friends, Linda. It's not her real name, but I've mentioned her before in this podcast. We've been friends for several decades with more contact with each other in recent years. Now, because another of Linda's friends went through this same kind of procedure, she was familiar with the recovery that's involved. And several weeks after the surgery, Linda sent Janet a card and asked how she was doing. She asked Janet if she'd like her to stop over and visit when and if she was up to it. Well, after a few more weeks of recovery, when Janet was over the very worst of the pain, Linda came over for dinner, and the three of us had a very pleasant evening. We got caught up on each other's lives, with Linda sharing about her adult daughter's bout with cancer. I'll comment on that a little bit later. After dinner, we decided to go outside on our patio for the very first time that year. It was just a beautiful night. The sky was clear, the sun was out, and it was just a very calm and peaceful evening. And being with Linda got Janet's mind off her knee pain for a few hours that evening. Janet went on to talk about how her knee surgery brought on a mysterious new craving for cookies, (laughs) cookies of all things. She tried to convince me they had medicinal properties that sped up her healing. So, as Janet's medical director, I dispensed them occasionally as needed. And then Linda got in the act and told Janet about a new upscale cookie store in town, Crumble, Crumble, C-R-U-M-B-L. Our grandkids had told us about this, but Linda knew about it in a lot more detail. 
And as she described the cookie shop, Janet started salivating. Yeah. You know, she found that uh, cookies and listening to Marcel Marceau's CDs, especially his classic love songs, are two things that just really soothed her spirits during this time of painful recovery from the knee replacement. Well, after we called it a night and uh, Linda went home, uh, we went to bed, and then uh, the next day I was working in my home office when around noon our doorbell rang. And here it was Linda delivering two small boxes from Crumble, that cookie store I mentioned, each with one of their gourmet upscale cookies inside, one for Janet and one for me. Uh, I have a photo of the box in the show notes if you're interested. Now, from what I understand, these cookies are pretty pricey. In fact, they even have loan officers set up in the lobby to take financing applications in order to afford to buy these cookies. Yeah, that's what I hear. Well, I invited Linda in, but she had her dog in the car and said she couldn't stay, so she just gave me the two boxes of cookies, and I promptly gave Janet hers, and she was over-the-moon delighted, over-the-moon happy with this large gourmet cookie. In this very kind gesture by Linda, I saw an example of two principles of deepening relationships at work. The first is the aura principle I've talked about in this podcast a number of times before. Linda observed Janet's condition. That's the O, observe. She then reflected upon the pain Janet was experiencing. That's the R. And then also she remembered what made it better for her, a cookie. She reflected upon what Janet had told her the night before, remembered that cookies made her feel better. And then finally, A, act. She acted. She came back the next day with a cookie for Janet from Crumble. A cookie for Janet. That would, that would make a great children's book. A cookie, a cookie, for, a cookie for Janet. Huh. It'll be in neighborhood theaters soon, I'm sure. Well, that's it. The aura principle. Observe, remember, and act. The other relationship principle that I saw in place is the relational skill level of Linda. Yeah, I I talked about the four levels of relational skills back in episodes 11 through 14, and I'll have links to them in the show notes. They were some of our earliest episodes. The four levels are, the first one is unconsciously unskilled. That's when we just don't know how bad we are in terms of relationships. We just don't know how unskilled we are. The second level is consciously unskilled, where we are painfully aware that somehow we're lacking when it comes to certain parts of relating with people. The third level is consciously skilled, where we start to develop some skills that we've practiced, and we start to get better at it, and we're aware of it. And when we're aware of it, we practice it more. That's the third level, consciously skilled. The fourth level, and the level I saw with Linda in this whole cookie episode, is unconsciously skilled. Where a person is skilled in terms of relationships, but they're not even aware of what they're doing because it comes so naturally to them. 
It's in their DNA. They're unconsciously skilled when it comes to relationships. And I saw that in Linda. She is certainly at the fourth level, the highest level, unconsciously skilled. It's just part of her character. She brought that cookie for Janet without giving it a lot of thought, I'm sure. Because that's who Linda is. It's her character. It's her character to do things like that. Another thing I noticed is that Linda didn't ask Janet, is there anything I can do to help? No, she just took an educated guess and did something based on what she observed and reflected upon, which prompted her to act. O-R-A. Now what makes this gesture of Linda's even more memorable for me is the stuff that's going on in Linda's life. As I mentioned, um, we talked about this actually in episode 148. Linda's daughter has incurable colon cancer, and she's living with her daughter and her son-in-law and their kids to help out, to take over some of the responsibilities as much as he can of her daughter. Linda's watching her daughter go through the pain of chemotherapy and witnessing her frail 40-something daughter struggle just to make it through the day. Yet, in spite of all that, Linda still extended herself to Janet with her crumble cookie delivery. It made her caring gesture all the more meaningful, given how her daughter's journey with cancer is uppermost in her mind. As for me, I certainly enjoyed the cookie too. But more than that, I enjoyed watching Linda care for Janet in ways so meaningful for her, and yet what appeared so naturally. It was really a reflection of the character of God that I saw in Linda. And it was a reminder that I can be more like Linda myself, not just with Janet, but with other people too. I realize I need to pay attention to the little things that matter in relationships important to me. And you know, so do you. For we all need each other. We can't go it alone. Well, as you hear this little story about the cookies, what what does it all mean for you? You can become unconsciously skilled in relationships like Linda is. It just takes practice. You can do it. I know you can. So here's what I would like you to try. Think about one important relationship in your life right now. Then ask yourself, what might be little things that matter in that relationship that you could attend to? See if you can step it up a notch and pay more attention to those little things and then see how it goes for you. Here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. Paying attention to the little things that matter most in a relationship will strengthen that relationship. We discover what those little things are when we observe, reflect, then act. Well, I'd love to hear how this works out for you, so please let me know. In closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show, enough to put into practice what you've just heard. To think about just one person in your life 
and your best guess as to what the little things that matter most are to them, and then to do that little thing for them. Because when you do, it will help you experience the joy of relationships God intends for you. Because after all, yeah, you know, you are made for this. Well, that's all for today. Please consider telling others about this podcast if you think it would be helpful and interesting to them. That would be one little thing you could do that matters to someone. And also, don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around this week. Spark some joy in the people you run into. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.